Hello and welcome to Business Lines Pulse podcast that tunes into all things health and pharmaceuticals. I'm Jyoti Datta. So over the last several months, we are seeing, you know, COVID vaccinations being ramped up and rolled out across uh, different age groups, the elderly, young adults, and even teenagers. But there is a big section or a, rather a big group of uh, people that is, you know, sort of not being brought under this coverage. And that group is really children, especially those below 12 years. And while some parents are not exactly in a hurry to get their children vaccinated with what they say is a relatively new vaccine, there are others who are anxious to get their children vaccinated, especially as kids go out back to school and get back to other activities. Now, a fresh layer of uncertainty has been added to this scenario with monkeypox, with the report suggesting that you know, it does, when it does affect children, it affects them rather severely. So to clear the air on how to keep children safe amidst all of this, we have with us uh, Dr. Kishore Kumar, a neonatologist who is founder chairman of the Cloud9 chain of hospitals that in, in, in effect looks at children or other babies from the point of birthing right up to uh, about 12 years or so. So thank you, doctor, for joining us. Thank you, Jyoti. appreciate you having me. So, um, doctor, so children below 12 years uh, in the country or in India are not being vaccinated against COVID-19. And around the world, when you look at it, you know, in the US, the UK, they are beginning to vaccinate those uh, over five years even. This week, Israel started vaccinating those between six months and five years. Australia has recommended for, you know, in immunocompromised children in this age group. So, what would you advise uh, parents, you know, of young children in India uh, watching all of these developments across the world? Uh, Jyoti, that's a very good question. And uh, see, the pandemic continues as long as there is a mutations of the viruses and as long as the susceptible population are available to infect, basically. So that's why we need to vaccinate everybody and at least everybody should have had some sort of immunity. If you look at in the last few months, we seem to be seeing a lot more children with the COVID positive illness, especially in the outpatients. They may not be having severe illness, but they're getting definitely affected because they've started going to school. In India, there are two vaccines which have been approved for this age group. Corbivax has been approved by the Drugs and Controller General of India for children aged five to 12 years. And Covaxin has been approved for six to 12 years of age group. On COVID, doctor, so uh, there is also, you know, this concern over what is called MISC, I think multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, uh, which is also linked to COVID. Is that, how does one approach this? Uh, is this a concern? Well, um, it was a very big concern last year, not as much as this year. Uh, we saw quite a lot of children with MISC and also we saw quite a lot of newborns, which we call it as a MISN. And uh, definitely both of them, we saw a significant amount of uh, children or newborn affected with this. Basically, the acronym stands for multi-inflammatory system disease in children, MISC, right. right. multi-inflammatory system disease in newborns. In fact, uh, uh, quite a lot of newborns were affected with this disease. Uh, in Jainagar alone, we had about 14 babies in last year, and we certainly lost two of them who are well, very healthy, full-term babies with the severe MISN. 
so it um it is quite annoying because when it affects uh, that age group it is quite nasty fortunately or unfortunately it has become less this year and which suggests that the disease in the pregnant women and the older children probably has had a plateau and many of them are uh, immunized but the newborn babies can still be at a significant risk from uh, mothers getting a covid illness during the pregnancy right back to you jyoti yeah right right so even um, and the asymptomatic version i mean we are told that children get asymptomatic version of covid but is there a concern that this might have some sort of a long term impact later on on you know on their organs or on their respiratory or, you know functions yeah. that's a very good question jyoti i think the answer to that question is covid like any other viral illness is a virus disease ultimately only thing is it became a pandemic because the significant mortality and morbidity and that's what worried people now like any other infection as i said it's a viral infection so we will have lot of children who have had asymptomatic infection right. and even now when many children come with high fever only when we test we know it's a covid when we don't test we assume it's one of the viral infections because this monsoon season is quite common with a lot of viral infections including dengue including right. influenza all of them are viral infections only when we test them and when do we test only if the fever persists for 2 3 days or beyond or if the whole family is infected especially if the illness starts with the adults then we suspect covid illness and we test them then we know that it is covid so if, if we don't test them we never know whether they're covid or not right i think it's still evolving and so a lot of studies still being done on what could be the long term impact of covid yeah uh, that, uh, sorry i forgot to answer that question yeah. that's a good question because see what we have found uh, is lot of children who have had uh, this covid illness especially the newborns and uh, children less than 2 years have had dilatation of their uh, uh blood vessels in the heart called coronary arteries uh which lasts for anywhere between 6 weeks to 3 months and this seem to be settling down uh spontaneously some children have had abnormal coagulation requiring treatment for that uh and these children seem to be settling down what is the long term implications of these uh, nobody knows because it's a pandemic which has been there for last two and a half years so long term outcomes will be known only when we follow these children up in 5 or 10 years time at this stage we are hoping and we think uh, it should be a pro- good prognosis without many major side effects but uh, one never knows right right i have to point out these illnesses which we are talking about is relatively rare 90% right. of children get very mild illness it is less than 5 or 10% of children who get severe illness right right so when um, you know parents come to your hospitals uh, across the country what are some of their concerns that they ask you on uh, covid related vaccination for their children or covid even do they is is it on their mind or have people now sort of learned to live with it and you know uh, it's not so much of a worry again that's a question which wanes and waves because we, see now there are lots of children who are having um, uh, viral fevers 
and uh, the pediatric OPDs are uh, flooded with the children with the high fevers. So parents are now again started worrying about whether this is COVID. Second thing is because there has not been so much talk in the media about COVID, they sometimes wonder, is it really required to get a COVID vaccine? And, uh, you know, we, all of us, we have been saying that uh, you have to choose between COVID illness and COVID vaccine because certainly COVID vaccine is definitely protective and getting a COVID uh, illness is not uh, the nicest thing to have. Right. Unfortunately, the uh, unlike uh, two years ago or last year when the vaccine was licensed out, it was available everywhere. Now for children, the vaccine has not been rolled out to private setups. It's been available only in the government setups. So some parents are feeling the heat, if you want to call, and they're questioning why has it not been made available to uh, children in the right. private setup. So that, that sometimes is bothering some parents. But at the end of the day, there are three different groups of parents. Some want to get the vaccine, but it currently, as I mentioned, due to logistical reasons, it's not available for children under 12, but it should be available soon. Some parents question whether it's required. Some parents have become sort of uh, immune to the system that it's one of the viral illness which is going to last uh, on and off and it may become endemic in the eventual things. So uh, it definitely parents are going getting confused and unless a strong push and the vaccine are made be available, we are going to continue to see these sort of uh, issues. But certainly we would recommend children to be vaccinated to prevent uh, serious illness in children. Right. In fact, globally, there's one more, uh, you know, uh, association that we read a lot about, and that is hepatitis, which the World Health Organization is also sort of studying. I mean, mm. there is, uh, they are saying that there is no link to the COVID vaccine, but uh, that is something that they're studying. Are we seeing similar cases here in India as well? Have your hospitals or have you seen any of these cases where hepatitis we... linked to COVID? Yeah. Yeah, again, that's a good question. We haven't seen uh, the amount of hepatitis uh, seen in the US and uh, other countries which are not classified under the existing hepatitis categories because hepatitis currently is classified as A, B, C, D, E. But there is a hepatitis which has been linked to COVID vaccine which has seen quite a significant number of uh, children has not yet been reported, at least in India so far. Having said that, uh, the Pfizer vaccine, when it was rolled out, uh, was reported to cause myocarditis too. That means inflammation of the heart, which has not been reported with the other vaccines. So it may have to do that uh, Pfizer vaccine is not being used in India and uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, we haven't seen that many effects due to the vaccines which are being used in India called Covaxin and Covishield. Great. Great. So coming to uh, monkeypox, uh, you know, and here it's it's different. I mean, here what we are reading is that they do say that, you know, when it does affect children, it affects them rather severely. Um, so what would you suggest that parents do in this case? See, monkeypox is a recent uh, uh, viral illness. Again, uh, it's not something I would uh, worry about because currently, though the 
WHO has classified that as a world emergency. The number of cases are a handful, and we know how it spreads. It spreads from contact to the infected person, and it spreads from close contact and physical contact with the body fluids. So, if one maintains the hygiene, basically social distancing, hygiene, disinfecting, washing hands, and avoiding use of uh, the utensils and uh, formites we call formites towels and things like that of any person other person then uh, i think we should be okay i don't think we should be too worried about monkeypox as long as we remain hygienic right that's easy i suppose when we are talking about grown-ups but it's always a concern when it comes to children because even with masks or anything else we see that you know, getting children to sort of adhere to all of this would be kind of difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. One other thing I have to mention, uh, Jyoti, here in yeah. India, we have enough data to suggest that uh, chicken pox is more prevalent in uh, Kerala because uh, childhood uh, illness of for chicken pox is uh, relatively uncommon in Kerala for some reason. Adult chicken pox is relatively more common in uh, Kerala. So the fact that we have seen so many uh, monkeypox in um, Kerala might have to do with that because chickenpox and monkeypox are uh, uh, more like related viruses. So I think uh, that that might have got some uh, coincidence or relation to that effect. That's interesting too. I wonder why that is. Yeah, that needs to be probed a little. So, which is what I was going to ask you in terms of the smallpox vaccine. Now they say those who have got the smallpox vaccination, which is all those who were born uh, ahead of 1980, pre 1980, would have some sort of you know would be a tad safer from monkeypox. So, is that is that a view you hold? Well, we don't know the answer to that. See, the answer to that is. Uh... Smallpox vaccine uh, was given for most people born before 1980 and currently monkeypox is prevented or in other words, the smallpox vaccination has been found to be effective against monkeypox. The question is uh, how much immunity will be remaining in people who have received smallpox vaccine? Well, if the immunization memory is very good and they don't... uh, have any problem then i think it will it will protect and because it's a cell mediated immunity and i think a lot of hypothetically yes we should be protected because we have been given the vaccine but the reality is the number of cases in the world which have been are been found is only a handful in india has had not even in double digits so i think it's uh, too premature to sort of draw conclusions on right. that at this stage, it's a hypothetical uh, uh, situation, but uh, hopefully that may be true. When the COVID started, everybody said BCG protects you know, against COVID, but then we were proven we were wrong. So I wouldn't like to say categorically that uh, people who have been given smallpox will be protected against uh, monkeypox. Right, right. So just my final question then, Doctor. So if you were, you know, asked to advise, say, the government on navigating COVID vaccination for children, because we've seen that's the last level they've yet to sort of give any sort of direction on their, you know, vaccines are being approved, but it's not yet uh, come into the government program or into the private space. So 
both on COVID vaccination for kids and for protecting children against monkeypox on the other hand, both happening at the same time. What would you, what would be your uh, advice? COVID vaccine certainly needs to be given for children because we are seeing uh, increasing number of children with the COVID illness who have been unprotected and uh, many children are getting exposed because they're going out now with the family and adults have been vaccinated, children are not vaccinated and they're also going to school where they're getting exposed to various people and people, adults who are vaccinated might, might be asymptomatic carriers who are infecting uh, children. So COVID vaccine, the answer is definitely yes, children should be vaccinated. Monkeypox at this stage, things might change, but at this stage, I don't think we need to worry about vaccination. As long as we maintain the strict isolation, hand washing and social distancing, avoid using somebody else's um, uh, utensils and fomites. And also with the hygiene, we should be... Uh, careful about eating on the roadside and other things where the hygiene can be compromised. So if we keep that in mind, then definitely we should be beating the monkeypox without vaccination. Right, right. Yes, let's just surely hope that that is the case here. With that, uh, we bring this interaction to an end, Doctor. Um, so from the business line team and myself, thank you so much for your time and your insight. Thank you, Jodh.